It's Tuesday, December 12th, and this is the Daily Chirp Podcast. We're bringing you a closer look at one of our top stories and other important things going on in our community. Today, Cochise County Attorney Brian McIntyre announced unequivocally that taxpayers won't be footing the bill for legal fees incurred by two county supervisors facing criminal felony charges. The charges are linked to their actions in the 2022 general election. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsors at Lolly Automotive. Hi everyone, I'm Sean Lolly from the Lolly Automotive Group, and we've stocked up on inventory at all of our dealerships. If you've been thinking about a new car, we've got the deal for you on a new Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, Ford, Kia, Hyundai, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. You don't have to go to Tucson or Phoenix to buy a new vehicle. We're your hometown dealer since 1995. We'll beat the big city dealers in price, and our customer service is small town dealer friendly. Come into any one of the Lolly dealerships today, or shop lollycars.com and see why nobody beats a Lolly deal. Nobody. Now some Arizona trivia. Did you know that Lucius Copeland was an engineer and inventor from Arizona? In 1884, he demonstrated one of the first motorcycles, the steam-powered Copeland Steam Bicycle, at the Arizona Territorial Fair. In 1888, he was photographed at the Smithsonian Institution building carrying Francis Benjamin Johnston on his innovative Phaeton motorcycle. Copeland's most important invention was the first successfully mass-produced three-wheeled car, known as the Phaeton Steamer. Around 200 units were produced. These steam tricycles could travel 30 miles with a steam build-up time of just 5 minutes and an average speed of 10 miles per hour. Despite his successes, he retired in 1891, citing insufficient financial returns. Today's history is brought to you by Benson Hospital. They're doing more than treating illnesses in Benson, they're building a healthier community. Benson Hospital is now collaborating with the Diaper Bank of Southern Arizona to provide diaper assistance to families in need. For more information, visit their website at bensonhospital.org. Now our future story. Our story begins with Cochise County Attorney Brian McIntyre's announcement, making it clear that taxpayers won't be shouldering the legal fees for the two supervisors under indictment. This decision has significant implications for supervisors Peggy Judd and Tom Crosby, both of whom have been thrust into a challenging and costly legal battle. Peggy Judd, in response, has followed Tom Crosby's earlier strategy and turned to the public for support. She's launched a Give, Send, Go fundraising campaign to cover her legal expenses. On December 9th, she reached out to her community through a heartfelt post on Facebook, expressing her reluctance in asking for help, but acknowledging the necessity of it in her fight to defend herself. The backstory here is quite intricate. Back on October 16th, Crosby and Judd received a notification from the Arizona Attorney General's office. They were the targets of an unspecified criminal investigation, and were summoned to appear before the state grand jury in November. The grand jury's findings were serious, a two-count true bill against the supervisors alleging conspiracy and interference in an election process, specifically targeting then-Arizona Secretary of State Katie Hobbs. This situation escalated quickly, and now both supervisors are preparing for their initial court appearance at the Maricopa County Superior Court, scheduled for December 21st. Earlier, there was some ambiguity about whether the Cochise County Attorney's Office would cover their legal costs, given that the investigation seemed connected to their official duties. However, following the indictments, McIntyre clarified that neither county funds nor insurance would cover their legal expenses. Peggy Judd's campaign on Give, Send, Go paints a personal and political picture. She speaks of her belief that the American legal system is being misused against elected officials who are simply performing their duties. As a Cochise County supervisor, she emphasizes her commitment to transparent and accurate elections and expresses dismay at being indicted for fulfilling her role. 
Judd, a grandmother of 19, shares her personal struggles, including dealing with her husband's severe illness, which adds an emotional layer to her legal battle. To represent her, she has retained Kurt Altman, a noted criminal defense attorney with a formidable background. As of Sunday evening, Judd has raised a fraction of her $90,000 goal, while Crosby's campaign has garnered a bit more towards his $100,000 target. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Ace Hardware. Hi, this is Les from Sierra Vista Ace. This is a great time to paint. Ace Stocks, Clark and Kensington, Valspar, Dunn Edwards, and our own Ace Royal Paint in interior and exterior finishes. We can computer match other brands and colors too. All the colors you can imagine, even one named Sierra Vista. Decide on the wall or room to paint, bring in a color idea, and let Ace mix your paint. Treat yourself to a new brush and roller too. Save gas, save time, shop Ace first. Sierra Vista Ace since 1981 on the corner of Fry and Highway 9. Next, the CDC recently released survey results on the mistreatment and discrimination experienced by pregnant women, disproportionately affecting black, Hispanic, and multiracial women in Arizona. Roxanne De La Rosa of Cronkite News has more on the story. Another organization is looking out for the health of pregnant women, specifically women of color. As Cronkite News reporter Roxanne De La Rosa found out, a new survey says that women of color are likely to experience mistreatment during their pregnancies. Lakeisha Muhammad gave birth to her daughter more than 15 years ago. She says she was told by her doctor that her baby girl was in a breech position. There are ways and there's techniques to deliver breech babies. None of that was offered to me. I was told that she would be a C-section because she was breech. Muhammad says she felt groggy and sedated from her C-section. But to not receive any sort of communication and understand where my hours-old newborn was for that period of time was actually quite traumatic for me. In Arizona, more than 34% of black women deliver via cesarean, more than any other race. According to the March of Dimes, Muhammad's birth experience set her on a journey to become a midwife who teaches mothers to advocate for themselves. She sees the disparities in treatment in her line of work. That would come as no surprise to those of us who are doing birth work here in this nation and, and also here in Arizona. It is what we witness when we are in birthing rooms, when we are supporting families. Erica Glaze is a certified lactation consultant and is expecting her second child. She remembers how she was treated while pregnant with her first child. I had a nurse come in who was getting ready to administer like a medication. She's like, oh, I thought you were my high school patient, my 17 year old high school patient down the hall. And I'm like, no, like you should look at my chart. And then she also made a comment about me going to WIC and getting a pump. Now she supports and educates breastfeeding mothers. Glaze says there's a lack of representation in the field of birth workers. This is why we do this work. This is why BIPOC birth workers are here because we know that mistreatment is happening. Mistreatment, when, like we heard that it's sometimes physical and sometimes it's a lot verbal too. It's what providers say, it's how they say it. According to a survey by the National Institute for Healthcare Management, 40% of women of color experience mistreatment and discrimination while pregnant. Both Muhammad and Glaze primarily work with women of color. Muhammad says she builds relationships with her patients. We are in a state of emergency. 
We have women who are dying. We have babies who are dying. Everyone should be talking about this. In Tempe, Roxanne de la Rosa, Cronkite News. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. Here at Prestige Assisted Living at Sierra Vista, the holidays are about to get ugly. Join us for our ugly sweater party taking place December 15th from 2 to 4 p.m. Amid the beauty of the season, we want to see your most garish garments. The best of the worst holiday sweaters will win prizes and will have snacks and refreshments along with all sorts of holiday fun. For more, visit prestigecare.com slash Sierra Vista. Again, that's prestigecare.com slash Sierra Vista. Next, an event that you should know about. This Saturday, starting at 3 p.m., head over to Veterans Memorial Park for the 6th Annual Sierra Vista Glow Ride. Participants will be displaying their cars and trailers with electrified light displays and floats. If you want to ride in the parade, you can register your vehicle for $35. The event is free for all spectators. Before we go, we'd like to take a moment to remember the life of Judith Weston. Judith was born in South Point, Missouri in 1938. She graduated from Washington High School. Ms. Weston was a member of the First Presbyterian Church, the VFW Auxiliary, the American Legion Auxiliary, the Eastern Star, and the Kansas City Retired Police Employees Association. She is survived by her four sons, twelve grandchildren, ten great-grandsons, ten great-granddaughters, one great-great-grandson, and two great-great-granddaughters. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Judith's life. Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review podcast today. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. Subscribe today for unlimited access to all of our content for just $14 per month. This is less than the cost of one hour of one reporter's work on a single story. Also, want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.myheraldreview.com. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, especially in Cochise County. Become part of the hyperlocal conversation on Cochise County's exclusive social media platform, Neighbor. That's N-A-B-U-R. Your neighbors are striking up meaningful conversations, sharing exquisite Cochise County photos, and respecting each other's views without any other social media noise. No unwanted advertising and only respectful conversations on hot community topics. That's right. Our journalism project manager can set the record straight and help answer any pressing questions about the happenings in our community. Join the conversation at myheraldreview.com slash N-A-B-U-R.